When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Big program on tap for you this week. Lots of great stars in studio. We have Bella Avila. We have no idea why she's here or what connection she has to the motorcycling world, but we will discover that at some point on the program. Uh, I understand she's uh, related to you, Roman. Is that, is that correct? Yep. She's my daughter. Is and she a recent graduate of uh, some program in town? Yeah. She just graduated high school, uh, Valley High School to be exact. In West Des Moines, Iowa. Well, West congratulations, Moines. Bella. How do you feel about that? Pretty good. You feel pretty good about it? Okay. Well, we do too. So what's next for you? Uh, I start DMEC in the fall. Okay. And when I left school, I went right straight to the Woodward Boys School. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> like prison, but um, <laughs> they call it a school. Not as fancy. No, no, it definitely isn't as fancy, and you're locked down to your uh, your crib, as it were. Uh, PJ Duran in studio, and PJ, of course, here on uh, in the courtesy of our friends at Hicklin Power Sports, where the big sales continue. There are still some 2017s out there, that de- and deals can be had, right? Absolutely. Not many of them left, though. They have... Uh We've been moving them all out. Is everything uncrated? It's if it's there, it's on the floor, or what? No, not yet. We've got our mezzanine is part of our most recent remodel is just about done in our warehouse in our newest warehouse. So we hopefully will have in the next sixty days everything in its two wheels will be uncrated and could be viewed. Okay. Uh, but you can see what we've got on the floor. That's uh, very cool. We've got a representative example of everything. And by the way, I've seen the plans for uh, 2019 and 2020 as far as expansion plans for Hicklin Power Sports. Floor f- four floor, uh, the fourth floor is going to knock you out. You're going <laughs> to love it. I can't it. wait to see it. Yeah, you, you know more get, than I do. You have to get off one elevator, get on another one. That's where uh, I get my haircut. Is it? Yeah. It is, it is, the it is quickly becoming uh, everyone's haircut spot because <laughs> till the word's out or something, there's not a line. And that's hard to get with haircuts. You actually you guys are actually. We have a barbershop. It's called the Garage Cows in the, in the center of the showroom. So it is doing a bang up business. They're busy all the time. What, what's an average haircut cost these days? 30, 50, 50 I have, bucks, I have not bucks? gone in and got my first one. 26 from them. bucks. It ain't cheap, but I'll tell you this. The, I paid the one gal, The one gal just got a new top end and she's pretty, she's, she's all right. So it's, uh, it's fun. 
It's a yeah, good place to go. They give you a traditional barbershop <laughs> haircut, hot lather, the whole bit. Oh, she massages. Straight razor, uh, everything. Run, runs her fingers through my hair and all the things I can't get at home. It's awesome. No, wait a second. I love it. She, oh, she's got man. a new top end? Yeah, she got a new top end put on it. Okay, it's a uh, not a it's a she, it's not stock. No, it's not. Stock. No, it's a it's a modded out <laughs> version. But it's it's all right. It's good. All right, so that's at Hicklin Power Sports. Look for them online at hicklinpowersports.com. All right, guests on the show, Tony. Let's run through them top to bottom. Okay, top to bottom. We're going to talk. Oh, to, I'm sorry, bottom to top. oh bottom to top. All right, uh, Corey Texer is going to be on. Who is a uh, American flat track racer? I'm actually interested to talk to him for other reasons than the obvious. Uh, he's been doing some testing for Wiseco. So, uh, but Corey Texter is a very fast flat tracker. Sean Yurt's going to be on, who's the communications director for Road America. Guess what's coming up this weekend? Road America. Road America. Okay. I am so amped up and ready to go. I got my scooter fully tuned. <laughs> I'm it sure is, you can my already. Zuma is ready with your bicycle helmet to keep you safe. Um, yep, bicycle helmet at all times. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the. Yeah. Uh, so we we talked to. Um, uh, Lindsay about uh, Lindsay. the the oh. demise of Arena Cross, which which leaves a huge gap for a huge market there for the uh, Kicker Arena Cross series, which is I think probably was number two in the market. It was. So Todd Hammock is going to be on and talk about that. He's he, we've had him on actually not that long ago, but with this news, uh, I think they plan on expanding, going into a lot of markets. Hopefully, we can get him yep. in this market, and uh, so we're going to have him on. Also, Brent Duffy's on, who's a pro motocross mechanic. We had. We had uh, Justin Brayton scheduled to do kind of a recap of our event that we had down in Winterset at my racetrack, but uh, Duffy actually is so much fun. Um, I've I've gotten to hang out with him quite a bit, and uh, he's a lot more fun than Justin actually. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to tell Justin that, but he it's is a different kind of fun. It's a different kind of fun, and Duff's <laughs> on the gas. So, uh, also we're going to talk to an off-road kid named James King, and uh, kind of an up-and-comer, and then a guy that's. Uh, been there, done that, and very fast, and he's had some good, uh, had a good streak of luck here lately. Josh Strang, maybe he won't like me calling it luck, but he's he's done well recently. So well, we got Strang back on. I think at some point you have to you have to count luck in. It's part of the equation, but it's not everything. Maybe we better ask him. Let's do it right now. At just JNCC uh, series uh, held the Wiseco John Penton event in Mill. Field, Ohio. Well, that's that's a tough tough sentence. Not for me. And uh, Josh Strang was on the podium in second place. He joins us now. Just Josh Strang. Josh, how are you? Oh, not too bad. How are you guys? Good man. Good job. But that's your first podium finish of the season. How does it feel? <laughs> it feels long overdue. Does it? I mean, is that a monkey? Once it's off your back, do you relax a little bit and race differently? I don't know. Like it's been. I think it's almost, honestly, it's been about a year, I think, since my last GNTC podium. And then uh, um, I'm doing GNTC and full gas sprint enduro this year. And I got my first full gas sprint enduro win last weekend. And and that was a relief just to get on the podium of of a, of a, or a, of a big race that I'm racing. And then to do that last weekend and then get a second uh, this past weekend, I mean, it's, it's more, it's a big, massive relief. And, uh, yeah, I feel like, because, I mean, I've been putting in, I feel like I'm riding really good. Um, and just to have fifth and sixth, I mean, it just goes to show that I'm not racing just just the average punter. Well, and we're calling again <laughs> now that you're doing well, right? We don't call unless no, you're actually, doing Josh well. No, actually, Josh called us. Yeah, Josh called me all the time. I like it. <laughs> what, what, you know what I found interesting? Besides finishing second, you also won the uh, – the two hundred and fifty dollars cash, all balls racing whole shot award. Uh, does that cover your fuel for the weekend? 
It does, actually. I'm, I, I drive slow, so I get good miles to the gallon. So, okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't have a heavy foot. So, yeah, it covers about it. And then uh, uh, Husky, Husky help us with travel, so really the whole shop money is more like uh, going out to dinner on Monday money or going sure. out to dinner on Tuesday money. Driving past a hotel and not feeling ashamed. You know, you can at least look at it. We'll be sleeping <laughs> in the van, but I can look at the hotel. Uh, you know, you got that two for 20 sale at Applebee's. I'm a big mm. fan. Yeah. That's good. Oh, well, hang on just a second. What's a two for twenty? Uh, you get two uh, entre- You get an appetizer. You get two entrees and a, and a dessert to share. Shut 20- up. I know. Yeah. It's it's why I'm heavy set. Reasons <laughs> I, like that. Do I have to share? Oh, listen to Bella chiming in now. No, you don't have no. to share now that you're a high school graduate. Strang, what's what's the program like over at Husky for you? I mean, I know that you guys have you kind of. Uh, it's a little different in off road, and for anybody that hasn't seen Pro Row at the GNCC. Um, you know, there's there. It's not all semis, but there is quite a lot of support for you guys. Yeah, I mean the Husky deal. I think it's my fourth year with those guys, so uh, it's been good. I mean, uh, Husky is, I mean, top top notch setup. You know, we have the 18 wheeler and and the mechanics and the suspension guy and team manager and everything, and we have the support to go racing. The bikes are good. Um, I mean, it's yeah. It's, one of the best teams to be on, if not the best, I think. And uh, there's, I think there's three other, three, three other semis, including so four total semis on pro row, and then um, other supported teams. So I mean, the the gene to see in off road at the moment, I think is is going pretty good. You know, it's pretty strong, and um, I don't think the manufacturer supports it there like it was back in '03 to '07, but. Uh, but there's a lot of people turning up to go race, and uh, so I mean that's good for us, good for good for us pros racing, and good for the sport, you know. But uh, um, yeah, the Husky deal is good. I love it. It's uh, it's it makes makes racing a lot easier. I've been to a handful of GNCCs, but uh, I've never been to a Sprint Enduro because it just, I guess, because Weiss guy hasn't sent me there. But um, what's the pro row like that? Is it similar to a GNCC, or is it still quite a bit smaller? Yeah, well, so the the sprint enduro, you can only have well from from my from me looking in, you can only have so many entries. So I think um, they get like two hundred to three hundred entries per round, where GNC get like two thousand or something. So, uh, but if you have any more than three hundred, then the because you're racing against the clock and not every, it's not a mass start, the it takes longer to get through the day. So. Uh, I think about 300 riders is probably about max for that series, but it's a it's a different type of racing, so you're going to get different crowds. Um, there's I think there's like seven to ten pros or ten to fifteen pros that go um, to those races as well. So uh, it's not too bad. It's just a different style. So you'll get some guys. Um, so Ryan Sipes, he he does really good at the the uh, sprint enduros, and he's He's good at GNCC, don't get me wrong, but like he's not as competitive at GNCC as he is at Sprint. So um, you'll get different guys that go to different series. So some people will do GNCC and National Enduro, and then some of us will do uh, GNCC and the Sprint Enduro. Uh, and I think it just all depends what you grow up doing, and, and that's what I grew up doing. I grew up doing those Sprint-style events, um, so I really enjoy them. And, and uh, it, it just keeps it... I've been racing professionally now for going on 12 years i think so for me i'm just looking to enjoy racing now because it's because i've been doing it so long i just want to keep having fun josh what do you think the big 
I don't want to say push, but like the big deal about Sprint Enduro has been these last couple of years with their growth because it's just kind of exploded. I mean, you've got all like yourself and like you just mentioned, some of the GNCC guys coming over, but there's guys that just do Sprint Enduros or, you know, all the time. But yeah, why do you think it is such become such a huge market and do you think it's going to continue to grow? Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll keep growing, but I mean like I said it's hard to grow like it's hard to get many more entries per weekend just because of how how that type of racing is like the a rider every 15 seconds and you're trying to do every person's trying to do six test totals so it it, it uh chews up the, the time of the day fairly quickly, but I think uh I mean the reason it's blown up, I mean it's it's fun like the GNCCs, I enjoy them cuz they're hard work tracks are good there's good exposure for us pro guys and the amateur guy gets to go there and and gets to pay i'm not sure they might pay 40 bucks and they get to ride for two or three hours and then they're absolutely ruined and then they get to go home <laughs> where like a sprint enduro you get to go you can get five or ten buddies turn up you can go out race your 10 minute special test come in for 20 minutes um, talk crap on each other and and if you beat whoever and all that sort of stuff, get a drink of water and something to eat and then you go out and do it again. And you do that over and over. So it's just a different style of racing. You get, um, there's more time off, but at the same time, it's so intense and the, the tracks are different that it's just, it's actually a lot of fun. I, it's it's uh, really enjoyable to do. How do the comp- uh, you know spectators compare one to the other? Are, are you seeing... Much of a difference. I know you're at the business of uh, being a professional racer, so maybe you're not looking around for that sort of thing. But I mean, is is the type of crowd and the and the size of the crowd similar between the two different uh, forms of racing? Uh, I mean that. I mean that's again like the the sprint enduro is so new. It's, you have to build. Jesus has been around for what? I don't even know. Thirty years. Maybe? Yeah, I was going to say thirty years. Yeah, like and that. So they have a base. It's like anything. They have a base. Um, and people just once a year, like let's put, for example, Ironman up in Indiana there at the end of the year. People just, I, th- I swear they put it on their calendar in January and they're like, we're going to this race, whether it's snowing or whether it's 100 degrees out, we're going here and we're going to have a good time. So I think, I mean, just over the years that the GCC builds up a fan base and people just come out and, and watch that stuff. So you, like this year compared to the past few that the Sprinters, there's been, more fans and more people turn up, but I mean, it's it's just because it's such a new series. I think it's hard to get, um, hard to gain traction. We uh, we've got Josh String on the show, and, and Josh, we uh, we just saw the announcement on the um, the U.S. Trophy Team, World Trophy Team for ISDE. Uh, were you surprised, or have you even seen the, the? I'm sure you know who's who's been selected. Any surprises there? Uh, I saw. I didn't read it, but I. I know Fab. I know my teammate isn't going. Um, I'm not sure who else is on the team. So Sipes is on the team. Yeah. And uh, Taylor Robert. Yeah. Makes sense. Caleb Russell. Is he still that good? And yeah. Zach Bell. Yeah, that's a little surprising. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm I, sorry. Th- I, did he- I did hear that earlier in the year, actually. Um, I'm not sure. I think Chile's going to be kind of deserty. Uh, maybe like West Coast dirt. Okay, um, that makes um, sense that, then, because that's what he's been doing. He's been out west yeah. doing the big six and the. Yeah, but and we're, we're talking about Zach, of course. 
Yeah, yeah, but the six uh, the six days is just a different breed again from all of it. It's not. It yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Zach. Well, unfortunately, yeah, at times I've seen Zach on TV. He's he's uh, he's crashed a lot. So, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, not no, not trying to be rude or anything, but it's just. I mean, he seems to be good at that sometimes. So. Specifically uh, in Dallas. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he ejected about 40 feet in the air and when he was racing Supercross, yeah. we all thought he was dead and he got up and he's like, oh, man, that kind of hurt. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I can't talk. Last time I went to the sixth hour, I crashed out the first day. So. Yeah, that's right. So what do you, uh, what do you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Josh, do you think that that's kind of a kind of a turning up the nose at Thad? And, I mean – Especially after kind of last weekend and no, how his seasons so. going or what? Um, no, Fad and his wife are expecting a baby. I think in uh, October maybe. So I think they'll have a new one around the time that he has to go to six anyway. So I think that was. Um, I think he was originally scheduled to be on the team, but I think with the baby coming so soon around that time, I think he the boss told him to stay home. Well, like the boss, she, they're the boss getting his wife. Yeah, they're getting a new baby. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's pregnant. What happened so. to the old one? They still have the old one, right? The old baby. A, ba- a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm confused. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Don't. No. No. Just roll with I'm it. Just, yeah. just, just nod. All right. Yeah. Nod smile. Time for sponsors, for guys. Uh, running out of time. Uh, so, Josh, if you would, a uh, little bit of a uh, sponsor role out of you, sir. Uh, just Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna, Fly, um, CD, X-Brand, Bell, uh, Virus, Compression, um, Pitfast Radio for having me on again. There we go. Uh, talk to you fellas. Well, and every time we give you a great idea, I know you take it back in the uh, the meetings with uh, Husqvarna. Mm-hmm. And as much as Huskies, if you think about it, the dogs, the Husky dogs have those beautiful blue eyes. I would think they would put a special light in the mm. uh, in the front end of a husky yeah, bite. That's a good idea. Uh, kind of a nice Icelandic blue. Scott, light. Yeah. Scott, yeah. go yeah. back to sleep. We're All doing right. radio. Sorry, I was... Uh, <laughs> go back Thanks, to sleep. Josh. Don't be thinking. Thanks, Strang. Uh, no worries. Thank you. It's an actually it's a pretty good idea. <laughs> so stupid. All right. Uh, in the studio, we have PJ Duran and Roma Davila. And this last weekend was Memorial Day weekend. And we would be remiss if we didn't thank the two of you for the service you provided our country to the service you provided the people of this great nation. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for your service. We do appreciate it, and we love you that much more. Thanks, guys. All right, stay tuned. More Pit Pass around the corner. This portion brought to you by our friends at Hicklin Power Sports, where the sales continue. And now, with barbering skills. They got it going on in Hicklin Power Sports. Stay tuned. Hey, uh, this is Roger DeCosta, uh, team manager for Red Bull KTM. And uh, you guys uh, better listen to Pit Pass. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four 
strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT-approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow-rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Hey, Moto fans, we do our best to keep you in touch with what we're doing through our website, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Well, now you can listen to Pit Pass Radio on your handheld device anytime with the all-new Pit Pass app for Android or iPhones. Go to your app store now and download the new app, Pit Pass, at no charge. Yes, we have an app for that. It's the all-new Pit Pass app. Get it today. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles, both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest-to-ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance, enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style. Yamaha has a dual sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha. The first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans and make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hey, you want an experience that's real, fast, and fun? fun? Then it's time you try MB2 Raceway. MB2 Raceway provides an exhilarating indoor karting experience with high-tech European electric carts on a Grand Prix-style road course that's challenging for all skill levels. With speeds up to 45 miles an hour, we guarantee a white-knuckle throw ride that'll keep you coming back. MB2 Raceway is behind Sky Zone and Grimes. For more information, go to mb2raceway.com. It's real. It's fast. It's fun. fun. It's MB2 Hey, it's Chad Reese with Monster Energy Yamaha 360 Fly Chaparral Motorsports. If tomorrow all the things were gone, work for all my life. And I had to start again Just my children and my wife Thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take 
You know, I, I, I can't hear that song enough. I really, truly can. It was uh, Saturday at uh, Wells Fargo Arena here. We swore in 20 new recruits that will be going into various branches of the armed forces. And do you remember the oath that you guys took? Do you remember that oath? Uh, I remember how scared I was, absolutely. <laughs> and believe me, these these young people were scared, too. <laughs> they stood ramrod It gets real straight. serious when they, uh, they I, put your hand up. I was excited. I was like super pumped. I was ready to go. Do you remember the oath? I don't remember the oath, but to I serve just and protect? I, I I remember the day. I mean, yeah. I remember oh, all yeah. of that. It was it was still it was nerve wracking. It all you know. I wanted to be there too, but when but your hand it. goes up and they say repeat after me, it gets real serious. Oh yeah, because right then you just you, you, you just know. turned your life over for yep. the next three years, right? Yep. And I and that's what I said too on the PA. I, I I said and your lives will be changed forevermore from this moment on mm -hmm. and it's true yeah uh so again thanks for your service guys and we will contribute uh, or continue to uh, pay tribute to our military throughout the year uh, those that have served and will serve and we had them as far as uh in attendance when we had uh, our our military that have served we had them as far back as the korean war i didn't have anybody further but um you know out of the eight thousand people that's that's pretty significant all right. Uh, just enjoyed a nice conversation with our buddy Josh Strang, Husqvarna off-road racer. Next up, he is uh, one of the stars of American Hair Scramble, and he joins us now. This is uh, James King. Do they call you Jimmy? Uh, no, I usually uh, I usually get called uh, James. That, that's usually what I go by. Now, you're down in Arkansas. Isn't that true, James? Uh, yes, sir. Hot Springs. <laughs> Hot Springs, Arkansas. Well, welcome to the show for your very first visit to AHSCS, which stands for what? American Hair Scramble. Well, it actually uh, stands for Arkansas Hair Scramble Championship Series. Uh, okay. Uh, that's sort of the uh, local series here in Arkansas where I cut my teeth and, and uh, raced my first hair scramble about uh, oh, five or six years ago. Well, the vice president of the uh, Arkansas Hair Scramble Championships is uh, Shelby Johnson, and he's very proud of what you've done, and in the short period of time you've done How long you been racing? Well, I've only been racing for about five or six years now. Um, I did my first hair scramble on a, um, on a Honda. A, a janky uh, Honda. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, janky. Honda. Oh, it definitely was. It was, a, it was a, just a trail bike. It was a CRF 230, and I actually did it. Uh, I started in the schoolboy class in blue jeans and my dad's lace-up uh, Navy uh, boots that he had. And, uh, and uh, So you were prepared, really, basically. Uh, <laughs> far from it, believe it or not. <laughs> but, you know, we got to start somewhere, and if you're only testing the waters, why would you invest in a full race kit, right? Or, you know, no, no, like safety might be one reason, Scott. <laughs> no, but, no, uh, no. So, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't necessarily testing the waters. Uh, we, well, I suppose it was. It's just we, we really didn't have any idea what we were doing. My, my dad rode motorcycles as a kid, but he never raced. And uh, we, got, we got motorcycles as kids, and it just so happened that the uh, local series had a race about oh, 10 minutes from our house, and we got word, uh, got word of it, and we went and checked it out. What's the Arkansas Hair Scramble Series like? I, I, I know that the, the scene's pretty hot down there, and there's there's guys from our area, which we're up by Des Moines. Um, have, when the weather's a little nicer down there than it is here, they'll go down there and race, and it seems like there's a pretty good following. 
Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really awesome, great family series. Um, we've we've got a lot of the the cool thing that I think is unique about racing in Arkansas is that um, we can race any time of the year in any conditions. That we have a lot of tighter single track. We don't we don't uh, tend to have a lot of those GMCC type tracks, and the and the ground holds up really well. So it usually makes for some really awesome races. So you got uh is it is it hard pack or a lot of rock in your uh I, I've done a fair bit of road riding in Arkansas. I can't say that I've ever dirt biked down there, so is it is there a lot of slippery rock that I know I've seen elsewhere in the south? Oh yeah, we um if if you were gonna speak generally, um I would I would describe Arkansas as fairly rocky. Um but we do have um we do have a couple of sand tracks along the Arkansas River, but other than that, it's it's generally pretty rocky or hard packed. You've been doing this now for you, as you said, for five years. You're are you are you moving up? Are you aiming like to the next bigger series, or have you found your sweet spot for the racing you want to do? Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm aiming high. Um, I set my sights on. Uh, you know, we raced a couple races in the beginning, and. Uh, and it sort of took off really fast. We sort of fell in love with it and um, grew out of that old CR230 pretty fast, CRF230 pretty fast, and uh, ended up moving from the schoolboy class to, I believe it was, um, A open in about a year and a half. We have an, um, an advancement percentage that, that moves you up automatically based on based on your speed compared to the leader. Um, and then uh, in the matter of about uh, three and a half or four years, uh, I ended up winning my first Arkansas Pro Championship and then following that up the next year with my second. Um, and uh, luckily, in between that time, you know, this is one of those sports where it's, it's very difficult to do this at a high level with without some support. And um, we, I got a phone call one day from um, someone who's now a really close friend of mine. His name is uh, Steve Underwood from Marionville Power Sports in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, Steve had been watching what I was doing, and um, at the time that he gave me a phone call, um, I was on a 2007 CR250, which is what I won my first pro championship on in Arkansas, and uh, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do the next year. And uh, Steve Steve gave me a call, and we talked a little bit, and um, ended up on a 2017 YZ250X, and uh, and racing the Kenda National Enduro Series, where uh, this past year I, I won uh, the overall A and the 250A National Championship. Um, so I've come a long way in a short time, and, I, and I'm, like you like to answer your question, I, I've set my sights high. I'm, I'm trying to take the next level, I'm trying to take it to the next level for sure. James, so are you still riding the, the YZ 250x or you are you going to transition up to a, a four stroke or you you just really like that well, 250X? I'm, I'm currently on the newest model the 2018 yz 250x um and i i really enjoy the two stroke i think that x has got um it's 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 just built perfectly for what you know for what we as off-road riders do and i think it's really competitive against other bikes and it, it sort of suits my style and uh for the time being, I plan on staying on the on the two-stroke. Well, it's the best suspension, that, stock suspension you can get. I mean, well, it certainly is, especially right out of the box. And then uh, I have uh, Brady Metter from TBT Oklahoma that that uh, fine tunes my suspension for me. 
and uh, he does an excellent job, and it and really takes that to the next level. So, what is it specifically about the bike that you you really enjoy? Is it just what is the difference between a two fifty X and a and a regular YZ two fifty? Other than is it gearing yeah, and everything gearbox, or what? Gearbox is different. Yeah, yeah, the gearbox flywheel is different. different too. Yep. Right. So it's uh, the, it's got a different flywheel, different gearbox, and uh, it hits it hits a little bit uh, smoother and lower, and uh, and then of course the suspension is is valve for the woods, and uh, but for the most part the YZs a lot a lot of uh, a lot of parts. Eighteen inch tire too. It's got it's oh, yeah. set up for the woods versus the YZ. They're nice. They're nice bikes, and uh, we've sold every what's, single what's, one what's, we've what's, gotten. What's the cost on something like that? There, uh, compare it to you know they're probably in the seven mid sevens. Okay, you know, seven eight. Notably less than an equivalent KTM. Okay. Notably right. less than the equivalent KTM. And who's supplying that for you again, James? Well, uh, it would be Marionville Power Sports, uh, just outside of Springfield, Missouri. Well, we want to give them some credit because Marion uh, Power Sports, right down down there in uh, Maryville, is. Uh, they're do, they're doing a good thing. They recognized you and your ability, and I think that's pretty darn cool. Good Yamaha contingency too, I bet. I'm sorry. I would imagine there's some pretty good Yamaha contingency in the series as well. Oh, there's um, yo yes, Yamaha pays a really good contingency, and they they seem to really be behind uh, the off road world. Um, they pay contingency and uh, HSDS as well as National Enduro. You're running double A now, or are you still in the open A? Uh, no, sir. I got, um, I moved into the double A class this year in National Enduros. Are you overalling? Um, no, right, not right now. Um, I think I'm sitting probably, uh, fourth, I think. Um, just uh, outside the contingency, right? <laughs> yeah, just outside. Um, there's some really stiff competition, which, which is exactly what I need. Sure. You know, but, uh, but, um, couple, couple of tests throughout the first few races, um, you know, fighting a few gremlins, but um, you know we've been training hard and uh, bikes bikes holding up well. Sure, trying well, to trying to get on that podium. Yeah, you're always going to have uh, you know some some things you need to get over, uh, some little hills to climb, et cetera. But uh, other than uh, that particular sponsor, are there others that help get you to the track and keep you on the track? Oh yeah, I've I've got some really awesome sponsors that help back me um, alongside Marionville Power Sports and TBT Racing Oklahoma and Brady Metter that I mentioned. Uh, Kenda Tire, I run Kenda Tires. Uh, USA Synthetics, Amsoil, uh, Carb Sport keeps me fueled up. Uh, XC Gear, Wiseco Power Sports, uh, Hot Springs RV Park, Beeline Accessories, Decal Works, uh, Bulletproof Designs, Trail Tech, um, Answer Racing and Girly Racing. Uh, you know, back me in and really make sure that I get and uh, reach my goals. Of course, your family as well, right? Oh, gosh, my, yeah. My dad, uh, my mom, my mom uh, usually has to work, so she doesn't get to make it to a lot of the races, but uh, my dad, both of them support me, you know, endlessly, and my dad goes to a lot of the races, and um, and have, they've supported me since the beginning, so I definitely couldn't, wouldn't be where I'm at without them. PJ, final question goes to you. Well, with that line of sponsors you've got, you've picked up the uh, the game that is racing very uh, effectively to have that much sponsorship behind you. That means you're doing a whole bunch of legwork even when you're not riding. What are you are you are you motoing to, uh, James, to keep yourself in race shape? And I'm sure you're working out to be, have the results that you're getting. Well, I uh, I'm in the gym um, every opportunity I get, which is usually three or four days a week, and then. Uh, 
just uh, mountain biking and road biking. I just I just got a new Trek road bike and been hitting that pretty hard. But the main thing that I've been uh, setting my sights on is uh, this past weekend in Virginia at the Full Gas Sprint Enduro, I qualified second to represent uh, Team USA um, and the club team division for ISDE this year. Oh, nice. I'm trying to qualify. Congratulations. Oh, about you. that. Well, Thank you. Uh, you know, so good. You- Good results and 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 believing in yourself is going to go a long way. And obviously, you're uh, you're part and parcel to that. James, first interview with us. Good job out of you. Thank you. And tell uh, Shelby we said hey, will you? I definitely will. He he seems like he's a pretty loyal listener. So I'm oh, I know he is. He's listening now. right now. But don't tell him we know that. <laughs> okay, uh, let that be our but, secret. Uh, if if I may mention, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, the uh, the leg work that goes into this. Uh, to get, you know, this is my first year uh, trying to uh, go and race with Team USA at the ISDE this year, and uh, to get there, we're going to have to do some fundraising, um, and we're going to be selling T-shirts, and we're going to be doing um, a couple riding schools in uh, Southern Missouri and Central Arkansas with my good friend Cole Hensley, and um, then we're going to do a couple benefit. We're going to do a benefit ride at Hot Springs RV Park, uh, you know, and if anybody were interested in um and uh buying some of those fundraiser t-shirts or coming to one of the riding schools or the benefit day um you know would you care if i gave them my contact information yeah we don't allow that on the show but uh no go ahead we'll break the rule this time just for you no okay well if if, uh, anybody (laughs) were interested uh interested in 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 that uh, you could contact me um through my email which is uh james.king at flstudent.com I can give you any information on any of that. What about your phone number? Uh, I'd, I'd be fine with that. My phone number is 501-318-3585. 501-318-3585. And are you single? <laughs> well, You're going to want to be careful. He's building a yeah. profile for you. Watch out. <laughs> yep. you got a profile happening. Just, just be careful. Hey, surprise. You're on Tinder. I feel like I'm getting <laughs> Swipe left. Quick. Swipe left. All right, buddy. You did a great job on your first uh, first appearance on the show. Keep us posted. We want to be in your corner, be in the pits with you every chance we can. So uh, stay, uh, keep us posted. Stay up to date with us, okay? Sure will. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Best your family. James King, everybody. This portion of our program brought to you by our friends at Fly, Fly Racing. Well, they love to share photos of fans of what we do. That's why they created the Flywall. The Flywall is a fun way for Fly Racing fans to share their photos on the Fly Racing website. Simply head over to flyracing.com. Look for the Flywall menu in the upper right-hand corner of the homepage. Choose Post a Pic, Roman. You can post a pic from, oh, I don't know, Riverside uh, Raceway. I have posted pics nice. on the Flywall. Okay. I'm on there. And, and you know what's cool is that once you submit your pics, they approve them, then they post them for you. Yep. It's just that easy. So head on over to flyracing.com and upload your pics for a chance to be featured on the Flywall. Back after this. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Colin Edwards. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. 
With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 Pro advanced ventilation jersey and premium race glove and you have generation next racewear built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike for more information visit flyracing.com it's much more than a piston company wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products including forged pistons precision forged clutch baskets and hubs crankshafts camshafts forged connecting rods and valves at wiseco we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle atv snowmobile personal watercraft outboard marine engine or automobile on the market today after 70 years in the business wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Passionate about riding motorcycles off-road and on? Well, visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa and see the full line of 2017 Yamaha Dual Sports. From the simple-to-ride electric start TW200 to the nimble, lightweight XT250 to the racing-derived performance of the WR250R, Yamaha has your ride. Visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa today. Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Hickam Power Sports in Grimes. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet. Eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Don't drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Passionate about motorcycles? Ever heard of the saying that you should make a career out of what you love to do? MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is a state-of-the-art online job board built exclusively for the power sports industry. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com connects job candidates who are passionate about the motorcycle industry with companies and dealerships that may be looking for you. Upload resumes, receive new job notifications, or just surf the site for your your dream job. Turn your passion into a career at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The point is good. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Like Swell Vodka on Facebook. Find Swell at fine stores that sell spirits. What's up, guys? This is Jay Sowen, Arena Cross Superstar. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. I'm just trying it is an exciting deal. So you, what you're doing is you're going to Road America. What is this song? It's an American soldier Country? by Toby Keith. That's right. Toby's coming back to Iowa, by the way. Toby sucks. Um, Toby Keith sucks. I said it. I know you're not supposed to use you, that word. You alienated a bunch of people there, but 
We're going to hope that they love motorcycles enough to <laughs> keep weird. listening. What's We're going to hope they love motorcycles I love this enough. bar. That's a cool song. That's Unless a good I one. Just keep. American Soldier, dude. Seriously. That is a great song. I never heard it. It's also, didn't he also do this folded flag? Yeah. I, think he did. I mean, like he had he's a mouth full patri- of marbles while nah, he's singing he's it. super patriotic guy. He is very Tony, let me loan you another shovel. You need two to keep going. Yeah. Well, if he's going to get to any sizable depth. Anyway, so you're going to Road America, right? Yep, and I've rented a very oversized with slide-out RV for uh, my own and a couple friends' luxury. I'm too old to sleep on the ground, yep. and I don't like being wet or cold. So, <clears throat> pardon me, this has power, onboard power, water, and everything. Uh, I'll bring my own generator. I didn't rent a powered uh, spot at the track. They have them available, but uh, I've got enough it's generators. I've got, I've got a generator, and I like the spots where you're not near the power i'm sure your neighbors with the tents will probably enjoy your generator as well uh i got one of the whiz bang really quiet ones you know it's quieter than me snoring so it won't be the problem <laughs> me snoring's a lot worse than my generator oh, sound, and where'd you get it again who who did you run it through uh this is the second time i've rented from a company called rungi's camper rentals up rungi's? In Wisconsin. rungi's rungi. rentals yeah, is rungi's their name rentals. they yeah. drive it to the campsite for me what's it cost it's not cheap i got their biggest trailer you know it could sleep Nine, what does it cost? About a thousand bucks for a three trailer. nights, including delivery. Okay, yeah, it's I a, wonder because I just got a deal with Good Life RV yeah. for Justin Brayton for a hundred bucks. I wish it was a hundred bucks. It was comparable. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's and expensive. they're driving it a long ways and picking it up you and bet. setting it up and they're handling the black water. I don't have to do anything. Yep, I four. just get yeah, out and they drive it away. Be honest, Tony. When Brayton left and left town, you went into the uh, RV. You went into the the motorhome and you looked at it and there was mud everywhere wasn't there no he cleaned it up it was nice oh that's cool that's cool well that's justin Braden for you class act all the way so this guy climbed these uh, four stories hanging on the balcony in 30 seconds to save the life of a young child impressive display i saw it on the news amazing amazing and all he got out of it was a pair of new headphones I think uh, I uh, heard something about yeah. the uh, Prime Minister of France giving him... Uh, Honorary citizenship? Uh, yep, absolutely. That was uh, one. And they also gave him accommodation. I, I think he's going to be pretty well set for a minute. Well, you know those accommodations. You know what they do. You Hang t- on the wall. Take, take them right to the store and cash them in for food. Uh, anyway, so congratulations to this 22-year-old guy uh, acting very wow. bravery, uh, being very, very brave. Tony, would you have done that? we got a guy on hold. Would you have done it? I let's, don't even know. What I wasn't even listening. I was let's t- talk texting and looking at something on Racer X. Well, Brent, uh, Brent Duffy surely knows about Duff. the story. Pro motocross mechanic. He joined us uh, live down there for the Justin Brayton shootout at Riverside, famed Riverside Raceway. I like that. Famed I saw fame. Um, that is nice. You know, I added that now. Uh, the famed I Riverside I wonder who wrote Raceway. this because it's that. that trademarked. Nice. And he joins us now, does Brent Duffy. Brent, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Welcome uh, back to the show. It's been almost a year since you've been on. Yeah, uh, good to be back. Good to hear you guys. I know I just saw you a week ago, but good to hear your voices again. Well, we miss you. <laughs> so, uh, Def, let's talk about your. You get paid to go on vacation with with uh, Justin Brayton since he's not doing the outdoors. You get to just. It's kind of it sounds like it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, and he's got about the best schedule any racer can can have. <laughs> I think I got about the best schedule any mechanic can have. He's got to say, there it is, right there. Well, wow. talk about the year of the season. I mean, it, it, what a what an incredible season for you guys. And you get to travel yeah. not just across the United States, but overseas too. Yeah, and he the season's been great in America, but our season started 
back in July last year, we started riding Supercross and went down to Australia in September, and we did the whole Australian series. So when we came back to America and Anaheim started, we had been going at it for a few months already. Sure. But and maybe that's why you guys had such a great season. Yeah, I definitely think it's worthwhile to get down there and get racing and get him, you know, more comfort on the bike. You know, we did some changes over the summer to get ready for the 18th season, and he got to put that bike through a lot of race conditions. So when he came to Anaheim, you know, we were essentially tested, and he was already in the swing of things. You know, it confused me because he didn't have electric start on his motorcycle in, uh, down at the racetrack. And so he ended up riding mine, which obviously you know that because you swapped the, the number plates and put a <laughs> put a it, clutch in it, made, and made it the bike sweet. actually work, made um, it sweet. But uh, what's up with that? Him not using an electric star motorcycle? Is it, is it the weight? Uh, yeah, the weight is a big factor. And uh, when we got the bikes in 2017, uh, we'd wanted electric start, but we got them one month before Anaheim started, uh, so we didn't have much testing time. So we went through the whole season, and we had to go to Australia. So instead of set up the bike differently with the electric start, we had a really good package, and we just ran with that until now the Hondas come with electric start, and they don't have a kickstart option. So we will be electric start from here on out. So it's it's about eight pounds difference from what I hear, um, if that's right. Will you guys, do you think his bike will become, will he use tie on his titanium to lighten the bike up? Yeah, I'm assuming we're going to do a few few other things. We haven't had the, the electric start bike yet, so... Uh, once we'll get on it soon and start making those adjustments. When, when Duff, when are you guys going to be able to get your hands on that that bike? And are you guys going to run an 18 down there? Or are you guys going to be able to get a 19? I think the the talk is right now to get on a 19. But as far as getting on an electric start bike, it's, it's really whenever Justin's vacation ends. <laughs> it's funny we went bicycling. I didn't see you on the bicycle Saturday. Man. I live on the other side of the state. That was a that was a big drive, and it was nice. We went home, so I'm from eastern Iowa, right by Wilton. So I got to go home for a week, spend time with family. And I rode my mountain bike, and I went to all these tracks that I grew up racing on. So it was fun for me to spend all this time, at, you know, use this trip home as a vacation and actually get to see everyone. How was that? Because I saw some of your Snapchat stuff, and uh, which is great. Um, but it looked like you, you had fun. I saw the, uh, some of the racetracks and then saw some of your mountain bike stuff, but it looked like you were just really enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's always good to go home. You know, I, I get to do a lot of fun stuff. I get to see a lot of really cool places, but I don't get to go home very often. So I was home for Christmas, and I go home this last week, and I'll try to get home again before we go to Australia, but we, we are traveling a lot, and we're always doing something, so... It's nice to take advantage of coming home and seeing everyone. Now, JB told me he makes you go into the ocean first to check for sharks. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm the first one running out there because I see the water and just sprint to it. Can't get enough of the ocean. Kind of like a dog. Not fearful of the <laughs> shark or the uh, jellyfish or any of that stuff. No, nope, no, that stuff doesn't bother me. So I guess till it bites you. Right. <laughs> What's the best thing about going over to Australia? I've never been there. I love it. Uh, we get to go all around Europe, and that's fun. I'd never been to Europe until I got paired with Justin, and then he just took me on a world tour, and feels like it's never-ending. And I love going to the different countries, but when we're in Europe, we can't really communicate with people or read the road signs. Him and I were driving around Italy for two weeks. 
And that was, that was fun. <laughs> we got to know each other real well. We go to Australia, and I can communicate with everyone. And it's, it's very similar, but it's very different. Do you pick up a little bit of the accent when you're over there? Uh, you know, I, I try not to pick up the accent because people like the American accent. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. Did you... Did you see that uh, Barsha signed up to race for the Aus- the Aus Open, uh, the Australian X Open in Sydney? Yeah, that's going to be cool. There's, that event keeps growing every year. It's, that's my favorite event to go to. Wow. The guys do such an awesome job with that race, and I wish I wish they could all be as good as that one. But man, it's fun bringing all these uh, superstars like Barsha, Anderson, Wilson, uh, Carmichael, Villapoto was down there. Brayton awesome bringing everyone you had jb can't count him out no ever and even at 34 years old you can't count him out how about that it, yeah it used to be you cross the ocean with him and you knew he was going to win and back to his old ways even in america what'd you think what'd you think of the second annual jb uh shootout the justin brayton shootout i thought it was a lot of fun oh it was so much fun like i love coming home to that i can't wait for next year it's it's awesome coming home and seeing everyone racing that track seeing everyone and as excited as people seem to see us we're just as happy to come home and be a part of that well we had rain on saturday oh yeah just a little three inches but sunday but just sunday the racing on sunday i watched the videos and i gotta tell you because I, I had football but i gotta tell you it looked good did you were you surprised did you ever see the start when my dozer was floating <laughs> <laughs> but i saw the starting line was covered it didn't look like a starting line it, it was completely crazy. underwater yeah. They've renamed it. It's now called Lake Starting Line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lake Hole Shot. More of a pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't one of the doubters, though. I never doubted you. I always knew. Never d- I've learned th- something years ago. Never doubt Tony Wink or anybody in the Wink family, okay? Yeah, they, the guy's electric bicycle died on the on a beginning of a bicycle ride. He still powered. Dude, yeah. I, it was the worst. He told me about that. <laughs> it felt like a cannonball went off in my butt by the time I got off that charge seat. It up or what? I don't know. No, I had Dylan didn't. charge it up. I thought it was all good to go. I threw it in the van. Here's a funny story. Did I tell you about the cop? No. No. Okay, so I'm like buzzing. I'm I'm pinned to get, to get up there, and I'm meeting a, bu- a couple boys who have actual, actual road bikes, and we... Uh, I get pulled over <laughs> by a sheriff deputy just north of town, and on a bicycle. Uh, and no, no, no I'm no, in my in I'm in my van, and oh, I'm okay. going seventy. And he pulls me over, and he, hey, you know why you stopped? Yes, of course. I was I was flying, and he said sixty seven. I go, oh, actually, I was going faster. <laughs> so we get to talking, and and he said uh, he got registration, and I said no, nah, I somewhere. Let me look. No, nah, I can't find it. And he goes, well, it's been expired since August of last year. Wow. And I said, no, that can't be. I went back and looked, and I said, nah, look it up. He probably just forgot to put the sticker on. Nope, I did look it up, and I said, well, <laughs> what's the ticket on that? 250 bucks. Shut up. So I said, man, I got so many vehicles down at the motocross track, and I'm sorry. And he said, oh, you have the racetrack. So we get to talking. He said he used to race motocross. Perfect. I said, "You are you into pedal bikes? Which I'm not, but I have this, this uh, electric assist KTM that I got at Hicklin's. And, and he said, yeah, a little bit. I go, you got to check this out. So I get out of the van. I pull the thing out and I go ride this thing. And I put it on turbo mode. And he said, no, no, I can't. I said, ride it. I can't. I said, get on the bicycle and pedal this thing. You're not going to believe it. You whipped out his, his fire his so, sidearm. And, no, I didn't shoot him. Ride the bike. So he gets on the thing and he's like, whoa, this thing's insane. Isn't it? I got a verbal warning. 
and a written warning on the registration. Verbal warning on the speeding. No ticket. Down the no road. No dollars. And the impound of the bicycle. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. But Surprise me and say you went right to the courthouse and got your registration up to date. I, I was going to go today. <laughs> It's but I got busy. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no. there's the answer. I I'm not driving though. I'm driving something else. So, yeah, something that's actually legal. Brent yeah. Duffy, our guest, uh, pro motocross mechanic for Justin Brayton and JB uh, Racing. You know, we like that guy, and uh, we appreciate you jumping on with us and chatting it up and uh, filling us in on what it's like to go home. Because a lot of folks say you can never go home. I disagree. I think that's perhaps one of the the best trips you can you can make at any age. Going back to revisit and going back to visit. So it's always good to talk to you, Brent. Great to see you, dude. Um, and you're still wearing the flat uh, flat brim caps. Yeah, still doing it. Sometimes it's backwards. Sometimes it's not off. Got to keep a little sun on the bald head. Okay. <laughs> is that you know, bald? I, I guess it, I never realized it was bald. Are you yeah. are you bald by choice? I mean, or, or is it like a thinning thing, and then you bick it, or what's the deal? Yeah, that's by genetics. <laughs> but. You're running the A class in the plus 30, right? Or the cash class. Hey, and next year I'm coming back to defend my plus 30 win. Yeah. I have a hard time believing you're plus 30. Why did you get a trophy? Know. That's a money. Was it not a money class with the with the no. best Midwesters? No. The best of Midwest, they didn't pay it. Nope. Oh, that sucks. We sure paid a lot of money. I did get a, a plaque that's going to hang up in the shop. Is, Heck J- yeah. is JB heavy on a 401k program? <laughs> no, but he takes care of me. Okay, that's that's all. Enough, enough said, Brent Duff. Good talking with you, bud, and I uh, hope you have a great rest of your week, okay? Yes, thanks, guys. Have fun in Australia. See ya. Hey, do me a favor. One last thing. Get me a boomerang, would you please? <laughs> get me a boomerang. You can bring him back on. Here we go. Will you get me a boomerang? I don't know what you're talking about with a boomerang. Yeah. Oh, bring a boomerang. Like a yeah, he wants you to bring a, bring one back for him. Yeah. Don't worry about what TSA says, that being a, a weapon or anything. <laughs> is, it a, is, it, is it considered <laughs> a weapon? It is a weapon. It is a weapon. It's made for killing rabbits. I thought it was a toy. No. Oh, no. Oh, nope, can't okay, you just put it killing. in a, like in your... I not- throw one and lose them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I we'll, actually have one. But. We'll have a boomerang demonstration at next year's. Uh, if it comes back, if you're good enough to get it to come back to you, it's going to take your head off. You're dang right it will, especially if you sharpen it. All right. Thanks, uh, Brent. Appreciate that. Fans, thanks for listening to hour thanks, number one. Brent. Coming up, hour number two, uh, Todd Hammock, John Ewart, and uh, Corey Texter. All in hour number two. More with our in-studio hosts as well. Roman Avila, PJ Duran, Bella uh, Avila. Almost said Bella Duran. But uh, Bella Avila, Tony Wink, Scott Casper, thanks to Eddie Kudelkamp, Tommy Boy Halverson, and Chris Bishop for their contributions. Jack and Leanne DeLeon have been our producers of Hour Number 1. They'll remain the same for Hour Number 2. Stick around. Hour Number 2 is coming up next. America's Motor Racing Talk Show continues. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM 340. 
a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new Slow Rebound Tacky Compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the Tacky Tires, the choice of Sherco Off-Road. Racers say when using a Tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latrell. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. Hour number two of the big program. We go coast to coast, border to border. We've fired it up for second hour, and we got some great guests. Uh, Tony, who do we have scheduled for hour number two, bottom to top? We're going to talk to Corey Texter, who is a pro flat track star and a three-time X Games gold medalist, or at least a three-time athlete. And uh, we're going to talk to John Ewart, who is the communications director for Road America. This weekend is Road America, so we're pretty excited here in the studio for that. And then uh, big big news out of Arena Cross a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, uh, they've, they're going to fold Arena Cross. Feld is... They continue to fold the tents on everything. I'm surprised <laughs> that Monster this. Trucks are still running. Oh, they're making money. Monster yeah. Trucks are making money. So. But according to um, the news, the news out there is that the Fake girls, news. that the old man is retiring, Mr. Feld is retiring, and the girls uh, don't want to uh, have as heavy a work schedule, perhaps, as they currently, or as, as the company currently has. So that might make sense. It's kind of like what happened with iHeart when, when WHO Radio, TV, and affiliated stations, when the girls took over, they ended up, st- uh, they started selling What are we talking about? Who are girls? 
the girls to the Palmer girls. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's same with. So the it's just coincidental that they're both yeah, girls. Exactly. You're not saying that girls don't work. Oh no that's no. That's what no, I heard. No no. They, that's what we heard. Isn't they were it? quite smart when they yeah, sold. We heard that's, it. Yeah. I'm kidding. So so, right, so, uh, so we're going to talk with the the founder of Kicker Arena Cross. You bet. And 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 my estimation anyway, and we're going to find out from Todd, is that Kicker Arena Cross is in a perfect position um to to not only take over but to to step into the number one slot take over the world take over the world yes but be be ready to go because kicker's coming to a town near you he joins us now as the founder of kicker arena cross todd hammock todd how are you i'm doing great uh guys thanks for having me on and uh, you're right you know i i, I get tired of hearing that arena cross is dead so we've got a great little commercial going to be out soon and we hope everybody can see it that Basically, Arena Cross is not dead. It's more alive than it's ever been. And now you're going to let, you know, people like me get back to the grassroots and, uh, you know, make it great again, I guess. Make <laughs> Arena Cross great again. Will brought you to you by hats? Kicker. Will you sell hats? You, 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 could have, you could have orange hair and sell T-shirts and all kinds of things. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> com online, folks, if you want to follow along. Todd, tell us about uh, Kicker Arena Cross. When did you guys start uh, the company? When did you start? What was the idea behind it? Back in 1995, I worked for Kawasaki Motors as a factory representative. And one of my accounts, one of my dealers that I called on uh, wanted to do an event and a real Phoenix location out in New Mexico, and we did it. And you know, the first year, like any other any other type of event or business, doesn't go so well. But you sit back and you reflect on it later on. You think, you know what? We make these changes. Next year will be better, and then right. that's exactly what happened. And by the time we got into uh, you know the early two thousands, man, we were rolling. And of course, two thousand five, I was dedicated completely to the Kicker Arena Cross Tour, and, and here we are today. Now, if I did my math correct, you were with um, with Kawasaki for what eighteen years? Yes, eighteen years. Wow! I mean, that's a long time, and and obviously, you saw Kawasaki and the motorcycling industry evolve over the years, and really, it became almost perfect for uh, arena cross. I mean, the bikes, uh, the talent. Arena cross for me is a wonderful place to 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 make your bones, if you will, as a, as a young rider, and to understand that riding tight is everything um, because of the size of the arenas and the tracks, right? It, well, it, it is, and it, and it hones your skills. And let me paint a picture for you. Okay. I do amateur arena cross, and that's, that's a lot of our entries on a race day. And, and our program is a little different in that we start really early Saturday morning, and we qualify all these amateurs down for the main event Saturday night. And then we start the pros with our heats and uh, and their semis and, and our last chance qualifiers. Of course, the pros are going to have their main, but we factor in or we fill in with amateur pros. And you take a young man, you know, let's, let's just start with the little guys, the four to six peewees or the seven to nine. And these <laughs> guys, it's not so tight to them, but they get on that track and they race in front of anywhere from four to thousand to eight thousand people. And, you know, they get done, and, man, the crowd is cheering them on. You can't tell me that that doesn't attract them to indoor racing. Right. You know, ultimately leads to, you know, I guess all roads lead to Supercross, but not necessarily, you know, arena cross. It, it leads them to want to do more arena cross, and as they grow up, they're not afraid of it. And it's just something you can do in the winter and race in front of a lot of people. Todd, we, we've talked about the uh, the markets that arena cross 
Feld's Arena Cross isn't going to be in anymore. And I and I think it's, I don't think it's good for the sport. Honestly, I don't. I'm not. Uh, you know, it's. Um, I'm not mad at them, but I I really don't think that they did. Um, I think they screwed up Arena Cross. I really do. I think they've had it screwed up for a while. Um, I think that, uh, um, you know, there's some people that have, have uh, I talked to a guy that's been involved with Feld over the years, and, and he, you know, he said it was just, it was a little bit of satisfaction that he got just knowing that they screwed up one more thing. And I, I hate to be that way, but um, I know that the crew that they have is very, very good, and I hope that they all find jobs if that's what they desire. Uh, but the markets that they're going to leave throughout the country, Des Moines is one that I, you know, I own a motocross track, and we've talked about doing some fourth quarter indoor racing around here um, because Arena Cross isn't in fourth quarter. It it is plainfully obvious when the weather gets bad. Everybody is excited about going to Arena Cross, and it's not here anymore. So uh, with these arenas opening up, my question to you is, is there dirt available? Would Feld sell it? Um, I know that they still do some monster trucks in those arenas. Is it, is that, can, can that be a shared expense with Feld? Have you reached out to them? Are they, wor- are they willing to work with you um, to pick up the ball and run, or is that your game plan at all? Well, you're you're correct in that. But let me first state: I never wanted Feld to go away with Arena Cross. I always felt that it was good for me. You bet, because they did they did such a good job to nationally promote the sport. So I, I really wasn't looking forward to that. But you know, it is what it is. And now there are venues that are available, and uh, I've been contacted, and I've contacted several of these venues trying to give us a little bit more. Uh, exposure nationwide. I've got a good exposure now, but you know, I just need a few more markets to really make it hum well. Uh, the dirt was really never, you know, I, I haven't contacted Feld lately about dirt in the past when they had Arena Cross. They weren't so easy to get along with to let you use it. Matter of fact, there was a building in Worcester, Massachusetts that their dirt sat on one side and my dirt sat on the other. And it's, you know, it is what it is, and, and it didn't really bother me. With their uh, leaving Arena Cross, you're right. They still utilize, sometimes they don't, but most of the times they do utilize dirt on these monster jams, and uh, I don't see why they wouldn't be agreeable to uh, to help it out. Now, now the truth be known that they typically, uh, while while you know I do and they do, I you know own some of the dirt in some of the markets, but you'd be surprised that some of these buildings have their own dirt because. They don't, you know, alone from Monster Truck or Arena Cross, they do rodeos and, oh. and different different things like that. So they need dirt. So the dirt, a lot of the times, is there. If not, and you're coming into a market, yeah, it's an expense, but you you amortize it, you know, over the course of you know five, ten years, and it's not so bad. Todd, with Feld shutting down Arena Cross, at least in 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 their books, you know, and I know that you with kicker have, have done some great things and um i, I just got to ask this nitro's another series arena cross series have you guys had any uh contact between the two of you to try to help continue and promote arena cross as a whole or have you guys just you guys keep your things completely separate and don't communicate well, no, we do communicate. When we communicate to uh, stay out of, you know, there's no reason for us to be doing markets in the same town. Um, 
there's plenty of markets out there for both of us and mm-hmm. and you know aside from nitro there's other guys that are that are on the uh you know on the radar doing arena cross as well and it's just best that we work together to not saturate a market and and even for the you know because we rely on the racers too i don't want to be an hour and 20 minutes away from from nitro or, or you know someone up in the northwest part of the united states or you know your guy over on the east coast i don't want to be in their backyard with an event the same weekend it's just not it's not good for me it's not good for him and you know you you want all the riders to go to one location and produce a good show but yeah i, I on my end and you know also with nitro and some of the other guys we are communicating to say this is what i've got going on you know does you know i'll fill out my schedule to them and they'll reply with theirs and we'll just kind of keep it to where we don't collide in certain markets or, or you know within you know a couple hours drive of each market that's a that's a real good idea to to i mean let's face it you're sharing a commodity and that is the racer right that is correct yeah and, and we all do things a little <clears> differently but you're right but, you know and, and i don't like to punish the racer in that respect to make him choose he may be following one series and uh, and have to go you know maybe following two series for all that i know but uh you know there's plenty of markets to go around and uh you know i just want to see arena cross i want you to see other promoters do a good job and keep the name arena cross in a positive light right can you see maybe some of the manufacturers being a little more um eager to work with a race organizer now that feld is such as yourself now that feld isn't isn't involved maybe they're holding the tents maybe they're saying hey let's uh maybe we'd, we'd lend you some more contingency in 2019 that kind of thing you know i'm 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 hoping so um I've reached out to one of them with a positive response from them. Wow. Uh, and, and, and I think it's still a little early. The, the manufacturers back when, when I was involved, or, you know, our experience was that a lot of those contingency dollars uh, got divided out, even you know, the new stuff, typically around August or September is when they made their, their budgets and their plans for the 2000, or the you know, subsequent year, 2019 in this case. But, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, I, I hope that they will. I hope that they see the value in racers keep racing and and people who show up as a spectator to these venues and watch the racing and realize, hey, I can do that, and I want to be a part of it. And then that just brings more racers in. Because I can tell you, the AMA and each manufacturer spends uh, a fair amount of money trying to procure these off-road riders to get into the business, get, a, get on a two-wheel motorcycle. As you know, once you get them on two wheels, I mean, they may move from a dirt bike, they may move to a dual purpose or a street bike. And they should be members of the AMA anyway. Yeah. I've always said that when you sell a new bike, it should come with a one-year complimentary AMA membership, and uh, that's one way to hook people, for, for goodness sakes, get them on track. But, uh, gosh, I think they're missing the boat there. Let's go to uh, Roman Avila. Roman? Todd, so going back to, uh, you know, Tony had mentioned about, uh, you know, some of the manufacturers, but uh, the other side to that is, have you had any conversation with any uh, of the other products out there, be it a, uh, a lubrication sponsorship or a, or a, an energy drink or, you know, some, some big sponsor that you can pull in that's no longer being pulled by Feld for the Arena Cross stuff? I have, to be honest with you, I... I have not, and I have not for the simple reason that I don't have, I do not have all my dates set yet. Um, I want to get, I want to get all my cards in hand 
and then go and say, here's what I have, here's what's going to happen. I do not want to mislead any of my sponsors into, hey, this is going to be big, and then under-deliver. So what, I want them to know going in. So, but I, I think there's going to be some some new attention paid in this in this, you know, in in my direction and some of the other guys as well. When do your dates start, Todd? Normally, normally I start the first week of January. Um, quite honestly, we're we're booking a few venues for uh, mid November and and the first of December, just to uh, just to get things started early. And then take a break break for Christmas, and then resume back uh, first weekend of January. And right now, we're scheduled to go through uh, the uh, middle of March. Todd, back to Tony's point, and I've I, I've been a silent agreeer on this because I do think it's important. And and back to Tony's point too. Fourth quarter racing, especially in the Upper Midwest, Northeast. And Northwest were, you know. Des Moines half, prime for, yeah, for a oh November race. Right. Well, Todd and I were talking about that on the phone today. Yeah. you know, And half, with my racetrack just, you know, our series just getting done. Yeah. it's And people are, you can start promoting yep. it at the races. As long as the, the, the local racetracks, clubs, promoters, whatever. And I use All the word in. promoter pretty loosely around here because there's only a couple. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, you can promote it at the races. Send them them information and give the race track a free ticket to put it on his social media or, or whatever i mean it's it's uh, it's all easy. the stuff that feld's done over the years and it's worked and i think fourth quarter i really think i really wish a a somebody like kicker arena cross would look at fourth quarter racing in the midwest because i really think we're primed for it oh i do too uh, and well, t- know, tony I, has some pretty I, good parties too by the way yeah, well, we do. I, you know, we may have to do that. But my biggest event is the weekend before Thanksgiving annually in Albany, New York. Um, and, and I agree. There, there are people who are, you know, it's not a real big college football market up there. High school football's over. You're not racing your dirt bike outside. And, man, they love to come to the event. Now, I've heard uh, I've heard Des Moines mention earlier today and, and later, and I, I, uh, I don't want to be uh, uh, burst your bubble. I've contacted them three times in the last two months, and finally they told me they don't even want to have Arena Cross, which is a real disappointment to me because I do remember the days of Des Moines being the opening round. Matter of fact, I I wanted to run the backs of Des Moines so bad that I've been to Cedar Rapids before yeah. trying to trying to tag off of, of what turnout that they've had and, uh, and do it that way. And so if you can get me into Des Moines, I would love to be in Des Moines. I think it's a perfect market. Buy me a hot dog? I'll, <laughs> I'll bring it up to Chris Conley. He's actually a friend of mine that is the GM of that building, Wells Fargo Arena. And uh, we just I, – I can't imagine that they wouldn't want to do it. But um, maybe, you know, I know they have a couple tenants that I happen to work for as well, basketball and football. Uh, but uh, it seems to me that, uh, you know, if you're thinking about mid-November – uh, I don't know what else is going on in November at that point. I really don't. So that'd be a good well, conversation for us to have. You know, I can, I can, I can, I can. I'm in and out of these buildings a lot, and maybe some people from the spectator side or the competitor side don't see it, but I do. A dirt event coming into a building is really hard on the building. When you're moving dirt in, the dirt dries out and it gets in all your your vent system. The filters have to be cleaned. Buildings 
typically do not like it. And the comment that the Des Moines building made to me is, when Feld was doing it, they brought us Monster Jam. They brought us Disney on Ice. They brought us a Marvel show. All these other products, and they were willing to deal with it. So they're not, you know, they're just not as crazy about it. But please, yeah, talk to your I will. your uh, contact there, and let's see if we can put something together. Well, we have Comic-Con this weekend. Uh, so I'll be down at the building. I'll be down at the building for Comic-Con and for Arena Football. We have Arena Football on uh, Saturday night. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy weekend for all of that. Uh, Todd, it's always good to talk to you, brother, and uh, we're very excited about the future, being able to promote you guys and uh, promote the dates. Make sure we get the schedule ASAP as soon as you get it all solidified. And uh, we're happy to be uh, on board with you guys. Kick Arena Cross is for real. Look for them online, kickerarenacross.com. Todd, you'll be hearing from me in the next few days, okay? All right. Hey, guys. Thanks for giving me a call. Anytime. Love being on the show. All right. God bless you. Kicker Arena Cross, folks. Arena Cross isn't dead. Feld's Arena Cross, maybe. But uh, Kicker Arena Cross is not only alive, but it's very, very good. So stick around. We'll be back after this. This is Pit Pass. Hi, this is Henry Wilde, Black Track and Road Racer. You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new force model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes the newest addition is the v-line do-all vrm 340 a heavy duty off-road tire that is dot approved most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments it's v rubber and the tacky tires the choice of sureco off-road racers say when using a tacky it's almost like cheating it's v rubber With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's track, A-D-D-I-X.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with track addicts track days it's a fact the best you've ridden is the best you know until you've ridden racetech suspension you haven't experienced the best suspension possible racetech is the science of suspension for atv and utvs motocross freestyle and stunning off-road supermoto road race sport bikes cruisers touring and vintage bikes as well as adventure riding with gold valve kits to upgrade your stock forks and shocks and our g3s custom series shocks you too can have the Racetech suspension advantage, and it's all made in the USA. For more information about Racetech products and applications, visit our website at Racetech.com. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. The Yamaha YZF R3 Sport Bike at Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes is the most exciting and affordable way ever to join the exclusive world of Yamaha R-Series Superbike Performance. 
It features a potent fuel-injected 321cc liquid-cooled parallel twin engine for great acceleration, a slim, lightweight chassis for sporty, agile handling, a low seat height to get both your feet firmly on the ground for added confidence, plus legendary Yamaha superbike styling guaranteed to turn heads, all at a super value. No wonder Cycle World calls it a bargain, and Revzilla hails it the new king of the hill when it comes to entry-level lightweight sport bikes. Visit Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes today to see the incredible Yamaha R3. And for more information, visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the De Leon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The De Leons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans. He'll make your dreams a reality. Call the De Leons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack De Leon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hey, you want an experience that's real, fast, and fun? fun? Then it's time you try MB2 Raceway. MB2 Raceway provides an exhilarating indoor karting experience with high-tech European electric carts on a Grand Prix-style road course that's challenging for all skill levels. With speeds up to 45 miles an hour, we guarantee a white-knuckle throw ride that'll keep you coming back. MB2 Raceway is behind Sky Zone and Grimes. For more information, go to mb2raceway.com. It's real. It's fast. It's fun. fun. It's MB2 Hi, this is Leslie Porterfield from High Five Cycles, fastest woman in the world on a motorcycle. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. So, you know, as helpful as bats are, okay, and we're noticing outside the studio here, uh, we're on the third floor, but up against the setting sun, you can see the the bats just swarming the mosquitoes, eating them up. Oh my goodness sakes! But Love bats it. are very helpful. Problem is, my wife doesn't like them. So when they get in the house, out comes my uh, racquetball racket. Absolutely, racquetball racket. You got to put a bucket racket, on your head, maybe yeah. a colander, something oh, I along that. <laughs> those lines. <laughs> they come swiping, swooping around, and I John Candy. I'll miss three, four times, and I, I hit it so hard that its little head was uh, pushed into. Uh, where his shoulders were, and, it, and sadly, it killed him. But obviously, my, <laughs> that was your intention. My, so my, my wife was happy. Sad. She was. Yeah. Very, she thought I was uh, a hero. That in night. the first first house that Bella and I lived with uh, in Newton, it was an old house, and you get a bat in there every now and then. And yeah. so, yeah, I did. They're as <laughs> scared the as anything. Ten, racket ball racket. If you really and, think about it, though, bats are just dogs with wings. Dogs with wings. Who mm. like to eat mosquitoes. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Very, and very bugs. tiny dogs, Bella. Uh, you know, we get sidetracked on the show sure. once in a while. Anyway, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly and back Control Central. Uh, so, and in, in the words of uh, Michael Keaton, I am Batman. Okay. Uh, in John, the words of John York. Don't even get me started on Why am I doing Batman? this show? John, do you remember? Did you remember the first time you saw Michael Keaton as Batman? <laughs> Guys, you wouldn't believe it, but I tell you what, I killed probably a couple bats this weekend up here in the north woods of Wisconsin, getting ready for the Moto America Dunlop Championship here at Road America. It's pumped up. When, when, do, when do people start showing up, John? They're actually, we had trucks rolling in today. Suzuki wow. and Yamaha are parked out by the main gate. We've got a couple other guys coming in, so it's getting exciting because I tell you what, I am pumped. 
The weather's going to be awesome. It is? It's probably the first time it's not going to rain in about seven years. Wow. I am, I'm buying the Kool-Aid, John. I'm buying the Kool-Aid. I'm bringing my rain gear anyway, to, if, if for no other reason than to shoot BB gun holes in it on Sunday afternoon. That's right. I bought some frog togs, and I think the reason why that I just dropped 70 bucks on some frog togs is because I'm not, it's not going to rain. It's an important so There we go. I'm happy to tear them up set them on fire with you <laughs> it's an important distinction as you noted uh factory teams they're showing up right now us uh pedestrian folk who will be populating the uh viewing areas throughout the weekend we can't get in till friday morning that people need to know that uh now why is that back in the day we got in uh, on thursdays i'm sure there is security reasons behind that you have to have security when you have people wandering around on your property probably right john yeah, we want to make sure because the way the schedule pans out is bikes are going to be on track Friday, so we want to just have everybody in there and uh, having a good time. So when the bikes are on track, they're able to watch things going on. Thursday night can be a little bit uh, pandemonious, and especially <laughs> with this good weather. You know, we just want to make sure that everybody's in there, that they're all settled, ready to go, so they can wake up with the. John, hot on the grill and the bacon on the grill and the bikes on track. Pandemonious. John, has it been as hot up there as it has been down here? Scorching hot, crazy hot. As a matter of fact, and and we couldn't ask for anything better because it's been the worst winter yeah. ever. So now we've completely hit the wall. We're breaking record temperatures, ninety degrees, and now the bikes are going to be on track. And it's going to be a beautiful, cool, sixties, mid seventies weekend. No rain in sight. Nice. Shoot the BB holes in the tents and the frog togs because I tell you what, these bikes are going to be cooking. <laughs> I actually was contemplating, do I need to get a parallel cable so that I can power up the generator uh, or power up the AC on the RV that I've rented for the weekend? I've gone all upscale. I'm no longer sleeping in a tent. Rain or shine, I'm getting in an RV. Um, but it's going to be hot. Right at the temperature, I think we're going to get by without one. Cannot wait. John, the... This, the racing in the series has already been spectacular. The racers are so amped up to have uh, a dry weekend, same as you and I are. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be one of the better years. When do you, when do you as a, at Road America, when do you guys really know, all right, our attendance is going to be so much better because of the forecast that's so good? Does that start already, showing up now? Yeah, we're already feeling it. The oh. energy is intense. It's intense. So get your tickets now. Get on the highway. Get the camper loaded up. Get your motor running. Get get the sunscreen. You know, get ready to go because I tell you what, this is one of those times when you want to be here to see these guys battle it out on track. Oh, buddy. The weather and awesome food and the awesome people. We have 14 concession stands, four miles of racetrack. Everybody's going to have a good time, guaranteed. So get in while you can. John, Moto America took over the reins of professional motorcycle road racing back in 2015. Um, I think, yeah. So over these years, I got to ask you, how are they to work with when putting on events like this? Do you think they've responded to those in and out of the paddock in order to to improve the series? Are are you guys, as the promoter, or excuse me, as the the, the host, the track owner, have you guys – has it been a positive experience for you guys? We couldn't be more proud of what Moto America has done with Wayne Rainey and Chuck Aslan and his group over there. They've done a tremendous job. They're actually bringing it to the next level, and they're bringing riders in that are ready to go for it. And uh, there's some great racing out there. 
We're hoping to see a tremendous amount of more effort from the manufacturers. That's the key. Uh, let's all remember back in the day when everybody was there, and now they're starting to bring that back. This is what's exciting. This is what road course racing for motorcycles is all about, and they're really doing a great job. So it's important for people to get behind that, sort of put the money towards that, and ha- come out and have a good time, support their local racers, support their favorite racers, and also support their favorite brand because that's what racing is really all about. So they've done a tremendous job of really trying to bring that grassroots effort back, that factory effort back, and really what two-wheeled motorsports is really all about. So very proud of what they've done. They're trying to bring a lot of flash and fanfare and pageantry back to motorcycle racing, and uh, we love the show. John. Yeah, I'm here. John, uh, I wanted to ask you about one of the – I was unable to attend last year as I was down in uh, Baja, California with Tony, uh, watching him win the 500, but I've been there every year since I can't remember when. Two years ago, you had what looked like a zip line coming online. Is that in full effect, and is that happening? Can, can fans partake in your zip lining during the race weekend? We wish we could, but I tell you what, we're having the zip line. Uh, it's under maintenance right now. Uh, we're having some folks check it out. So, unfortunately, it's down this year because we want to make sure that it's safe for everybody. Well, here's what's really cool is that the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex is open. It's repaved. It's brand new. And there's karting for all the fans available down there. So you can actually race against your favorite friends and family. Other racers will be down there battling it out on go-karts right in the middle of the race course. So if you can't ride the zip line, you might as well check out the manufacturing motorplex from SeaTech because that's all brand new repaved. It's a one-mile go-kart track. That's incredible. That sounds the, like a it, heck it, of a it, good time. It is. It's We've done it, and uh, it's previously also been, in years past, a uh, supermoto track. Uh, right. The same surface, and it's wonderful having, you know, there's not a dull moment in the weekend spent at Road America. There really isn't. And, uh, again, as of two years ago, I was just – we were blown away by the work uh, your grounds crew has done with uh, the the viewing areas, the, the pathways that now take you to what used to, in years past, be considered hidden gems and secrets. And you had to know us – you had to know how to get to the bottom of Canada Corner. Now it is a beautiful golf cart or two-wide path. So you can view literally – almost all of the entire track as a spectator, which I think is one of the most, uh, you know, w- one of the best things that I've seen happen at Road America since I started going there in the early, around the year 2000, is you've really opened up viewing areas for fans to see what it looks yeah. like from every angle. We do. We love our moto fans, and here's what's really cool. A lot of us on staff, we ride, so we understand what people want. You can ride in, get your print your tickets online, scan it at the gate, ride on in, you can check your gear. You can ride around the various uh, pathways around Road America, the various access roads. The other thing that is super cool is the Kettle Bottoms Trail that goes all the way from Turn 11, commonly known as the Kink, all the way through Turn 13. And you're elevated above that racing surface. So you can actually ride along that, bring your scooters, bring your golf carts, your bikes. And that's what's really cool is you're going to be elevated above the racing surface to see these guys coming down through it. Is that Canada Corner? That's Canada Corner, turn 12. Exactly. Yep, yep. And, and that's what's really cool is that we cater to 
the Moto fan. We want to make sure that everybody's there, everybody's having a good time, and everybody's able to see all parts of the facility. You're not designated to a seat. You can ride around. You can cruise around. We have 14 concession stands, everything from barbecue to macaroni and cheese. It's incredible. And bratwurst. That's, that's right. Johnsonville Brat Bridge. Johnsonville Brat Bridge. Exactly. As well, and you got the Sargento Bridge. There's a lot of fine Wisconsin meats <laughs> represented, Tony. We're all I, about. I really can't believe you haven't made it. Here in this neck of the woods. Beer, brats, and cheese. So I tell you what, it's the best party for your dollar at Road America. Uh, what race? That, 16 and under gets in free with a paying adult at the gate. What's better than that? So That's you cheap. Family, and you, you, get, you, get, bring your kids, you get a starter you brick of Colby. Uh, Colby Jack. Yeah, there so. you go. You get one. Yep, right. What about what else is off track entertainment besides that? Well, besides the racing off track, is there like a bratwurst eating contest that I could maybe clean up on? Or we got the guys from Twin Stunts that are going to be doing the stunt show. We've got all kinds of other cool things going on. You can never miss a good time at Road America, even if you're just cruising through the campground. How long, a, awesome. oh, how long a drive is it for for you to six, leave Des Moines? About six hours about from six Des Moines. Hours. About six hours, now, roughly. Will Tice be uh, going up there? I don't. I don't. I guess Probably we didn't not this ask year. Him that. I don't. I don't know. He he'd be the guy who would ride a motorcycle up, and with the weather the way it is, it'd be a good year to mm-hmm. ride your motorcycle from Des Moines up to Wisconsin. Uh, you know, and to say nothing of John, the the paddocks, uh, the Moto America is so uh, fan friendly in the paddock if you walk through yeah, the if you walk through open. the pits you're going to see the racers you're going to you might yeah. catch them signing autographs on full size posters that they will hand you I love that and it Completely. is it, it's awesome exactly my favorite thing last year Roger Hayden signs a poster and the girl was so excited she starts walking off and Roger's in his leathers and their leathers are so custom fitted where they're kind of bent over you know what i mean yeah. So he's chasing after this girl in these leathers, and he's all bent over. And I'm like, Roger, where are you going? He's like, I got to give her back her shark sharpie. I got to, <laughs> you know, like, wow, well, wow, that's pretty cool. And these, you can walk right up to these guys, Garrett Gerloff, Roger Hayden, all your favorites, all the people you see on TV, all the people you see on the BN network. Talk to them about their bikes. Say hi, you know, get an autograph or two, and paddocks wide open. Cruise around on your Honda Ruckus. Cruise around on your Suzuki. Cruise around your on Zuma. your Yamaha. Zuma. Your Zuma, Zuma. exactly. Yeah. And just have a good old time. We and just had Roger get on some the show. Swag at the, was it last weekend we had Roger on the show? Two weeks ago, but two yes, he ago. was He okay. was on talking yeah. about uh, Nikki's uh, statue that was being dedicated in Owensboro yeah. uh, next sa- weeks from Saturday. Right. Um, but the swag shop, you guys have an absolutely awesome uh, uh I guess it's your memorabilia shop in the paddock. 1,700-square-foot paddock shop. It is like the most ultimate mall you could ever get. Everything for the fan could want, everything the racer would need is right there at the paddock shop. I love it. On top of that, here's what else is really cool for the the fans that are riding in and camping. We have lots of awesome new restrooms with showers located. One's right across from the gearbox. Shut up. With showers? With showers. Brand new Kohler fixtures, Kohler amenities, all that kind of stuff. You can come in. Rich. Is that a sponsor plug? No, Kohler's a a Wisconsin company. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. You have to pass Kohler on your way there. 10-4. And you're showering in some of the most amazing facilities right there. I mean, there's no no expense spared right there. 
you know, we need to send Jack uh, and Leanne on assignment to Road America just to check it out. Jack, would you be game? To eat we all can, the I think we know we know the people. We can get you uh, press credentials. I understand that, but the problem is I'm already working this weekend. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, a year from now, yes, I would love to go. Okay, and then but now they have showers. Really, Scott? Really? <laughs> She's out. Jeez. Leanne wants to go now. Okay. She's ready to go. Yep. <laughs> You've got a rider. You've got a rider, PJ. Oh, and it's... The, the, I'm just so looking forward to the race, and we've got some new classes in oh. the Moto America uh, series this year, so we are going to see some... Moto uh, America never disappoints. Nope. They are really refining their product mm-hmm. and, and making it, you know, the KTM Cup was wonderful. They've augmented it. Now, we're not only going to see KTMs, we're going to see an entire array of lightweight bikes, so the, the racers and, and the brands... Uh, it's all getting better i hope you're not blushing john because we're singing your praises but let's give them the website john before we're out of time very easy roadamerica.com we also have an interactive map to go to the visitor guide check the interactive maps you'll be able to find all the restrooms all the showers all the concession stands everything from barbecue to macaroni cheese to all your fan favorites johnsonville (laughs) brats it's all right there ticket prices you name it roadamerica.com can't get any easier than that come on in Print your tickets at home, right on through the gate. Have a good time. He's so dang prepared for this interview. I love that about John. Johnny, thanks so much. Best to everybody. You guys are my favorite interview of the season. I can't wait for everybody to get here because I tell you what, the weather's going to be awesome. Thanks, John. <laughs> Dude is pumped. I, I love it. The, the weather really puts a great spin on things because, uh, unfortunately, it has been blessed with a little moisture in years past. And, uh, not knowing it isn't going to happen is a wonderful thing. Kind All of right. like a Tony event. Late to the break. We'll get there one way or the other. Oh. Corey Texter's coming up next. That was John Ewart, uh, Communications Director for Road America. Obviously very proud of the event. Uh, you can start uh, climbing into the property on Friday and stay through uh, Sunday, right? So that's a pretty cool opportunity. And it's close by in beautiful Wisconsin. We'll uh, come back more after this. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Danny Walker of American Supercamp, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals wiseco america's motor racing talk show pit pass motor racing weekly comes your way each sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on des moines sports station 1460 kxno 1460 kxno
If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest-to-ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual-sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Time out. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Find Swell Vodka in fine stores, restaurants, and bars near you. Like Swell on Facebook. Hi, this is Rob Dingman, President and CEO of the American Motorcycle Association, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Well, we surely want to uh, give a big salute out to our sponsors, including Fly Racing. Fly Racing does everything they say they're going to do in a little bit better than you would expect they would. They have incredible products, including the light hydrogen uh, race gear that uh, you can buy. It's the first truly lightweight race wear to the market and the original gear line to define the minimalist lightweight category. And it also includes the new BOA system, by the way. It's a revolutionary waste adjustment system offering fast, on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly dialed-in fit. Simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details. Well, if you know the name Corey Texter and, and Shana Texter, they're, they're actually related. Uh, they are brother and sister combo, and Corey's been along uh, for the ride with her. She's been along for the ride with her. Uh, with him and i tell you what it's been a neat story to tell over all these years and uh, i don't know how many times Corey uh, has been on the show over the years but uh, he joins us again tonight welcome back to the show Corey. how are you good yeah thanks for having me guys it's, it's been a it's been a while i'm happy to be on wild and and, and you're and you're joining us from the uh, wild streets of willow street pa <laughs> something like that yeah, yeah. i mean there's a lot a lot of Amish people, but uh, yeah, otherwise it's pretty tame here. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in Tony's the favorite. <laughs> favorite people are the Amish. I love how they're they huge don't. listeners of the show. By the way, they the bathe Amish. and they they cut their hair with a hacksaw or something. I saw today, guy. I was just like, what? What are they like? Yeah, what style is neighbors. that? <laughs> you got a lot of Amish neighbors. Do they have? Do they have electricity? Uh, honestly, I don't know. They kind of no. keep themselves. I kind of keep. I mean, I'm like a crazy wild guy on a motorcycle, and they kind of just like churn butter and. Ride horse, buggy, so we don't really <laughs> so. Well, the thing is, is they're not listening to this interview, so they won't so, be offended. No, Corey, I was out, I was out in Harrisburg for a military school once, and uh, but you regretted that. Yeah, well, it was okay, it was fine. The school was great, but uh, I had rented a, a car, and I was driving around out. The, no, a car, a Ford Focus, actually. Mm. But I was driving around the countryside, and I could not believe. I felt like I was in the Amish Mafia TV show. That is a hell of a show, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's like the Pilgrim oh, Days, man. They're, man. they're everywhere where I'm at. So. Hmm. Or the Amish uh, kids that uh, just escaped the property and 
yeah. and just go wilding. They're a little too Amish for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was Amish. Corey, let's talk nice a bit about your though. career. Um, there was, uh, I saw a post that you put out that said you were unhappy with where you were. Uh, you weren't getting uh, uh, the results that you wanted. Uh, and that's been going on for a little bit. So you decided to take a bit of a break, or have you changed your mind on that? Well, this season, you know, um, since I've been a professional since 2008, I've been a AFT Twins rider. So I, you know, I started racing an XR750 Harley Davidson as soon as I turned pro. You know, when I was a pro coming through the ranks, there wasn't an option for me to ride a 450 like there is now. I jumped right in with the big boys, and I did that for 10 years. You know, I had a lot of success with the privateer right. podiums. I podiumed at Springfield Mile. Um, had a couple other podiums and some good finishes. But the way the the way the flat track series is right now, it's it's really expensive to run a twins program as a privateer. So the option was there for me this season to ride a 450 and ride the singles class, and I've never done that before. So for me, it was intriguing because I felt I could build my own 450s and be competitive with anybody. Um, as far as equipment goes, and for the last few years, I've been riding I, what I feel is inferior equipment to the guys I'm racing with. So it was cool to be on equal equipment this year, and I was looking forward to that challenge. And so far, the results haven't quite been where they where I'd like them in the singles class. I was expecting a lot better finishes. I mean, we're not doing bad. I, I got a fifth and a sixth, and you know, it's not they're not terrible results, but you know, I thought they'd be a lot better than where they're at, and. Unfortunately, in Sacramento, I got ran into from another rider at 100 mile an hour on the wow. mile, and I have a broken ankle right now. So, taking some time to heal and trying to get my mind right and get focused and come back later this season and try and um, try and finish better than where I've been. Corey AFT has been uh, given a lot of kudos. American Flat Track, obviously, is what we're talking about. They've been given a lot of kudos for uh, really ramping up the sport and making it popular and cool again, and and. Uh, I got to believe that they've done a lot of good things. Um, I think Chris Carr's done some good things as uh, being involved in the series. Um, we've seen a changing of the guard with Indian coming on and Harley not uh, being as popular or not, not, excuse me, not as popular, successful. not as successful yeah. in their results from your, from a guy that's been a pro for a while and you're taking a step back. So maybe there's nothing to lose to talk about it. How do you assess what they've done with the sport, what they've done with the series, and uh, where do you think they've really done well, and where do you think they could improve? Yeah, as you mentioned, you know when I was a, when I turned pro in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, it, it was nothing like it is now. I mean, if you told me we'd be in the X Games and we'd be on NBC Sports, I would have thought you were crazy. So it's really cool to see where the sport is right now. There's a lot of positives within the sport, but there's also a lot of things that I think you know it needs things that need to be looked at before they become more of a problem. Like you mentioned, you know, the Indian FTR 750 has been a real successful bike in the Twins class. Um, just this past weekend at the Springfield Mile, uh, 11 of the top 12 riders were on Indians. And, you know, it's it's good for the sport that Indians getting involved and Harley is, you know, they've, they've been involved, so it's cool getting factory support. But what makes the Indian, what separates that from the other brands is it's a race-built motorcycle. I mean, you... You can only buy an Indian, for, you know, they're $45,000 a piece. Shut so up. Is, there, is that buy, right? To buy an Indian, you got to drop forty five grand. where, you know, the Kawasaki twin that I own, I built it for eleven or twelve grand. So it's just, um, it's just, it, it's a tough, it's a tough deal right now because it seems like the Indian is what it, it takes to be successful on, in the twins class. And that's a big reason why 
I didn't ride a twin this year. You know, I, I want to race the premier class. I want to ride a twin. And I think that's kind of why I'm struggling right now in a single because I don't really want to ride a single. Like, you know, obviously the goal is to win at any level I'm at, but I haven't really been willing to take the risk needed to win on a single because my ultimate goal isn't to win on a single. It's to win on a twin. It's to win my first national. It's to beat Jared Meese. It's to beat Brian Smith, you know. So it's just tough right now. There's, you know, obviously with the TV coverage and the X Games, there's a lot of good going on with the sport. Chris Carr does a great job. Michael Locke. Gene Crouch, all those guys involved, they, they're doing a great job, and it's a double-edged sword trying to get the manufacturers involved and trying to make it cost-efficient for non-factory riders to keep the, the rider count up each weekend. Corey, I'm uh, in total agreement with you. The, it's just a fact. The uh, The FTR was a purpose-built race bike with an absolute design goal, go-win, flat-track, dethrone Harley. And they, they, you know, within the rules that were stated, they've they've accomplished that, not with economy necessarily in mind. But to be fair to Indian somewhat, uh, it isn't cheap to go pick up an XR750, which until just two years ago was uh, the absolute gold standard and what everyone said, you got to have one of these if you want to win in American flat track racing. They're not inexpensive. And early reports are saying, you know, even if they could be had for cheaper, there's a lot more maintenance I know that goes into an XR than the the FTR is currently requiring. Not at all to disagree with you. Just to say, uh, you know, racing flat track racing in the twins at the highest level to this point had been pretty pricey. Uh, I mean, the it's the, not cheap at any level it, to go racing at a not. professional. The Kawasaki's and no. the Yamahas. Uh, I mean, Henry Wiles is sitting in second arguably he's also got an FTR that he can lean on so I don't without having the stats in front of me that the class is competitive and fast guys want fast bikes it's that simple and they aren't cheap yeah the biggest thing with the XR I mean it was always expensive I mean but it was expensive to where it was 25 to 30 grand you know the FTRs you know now they're 45 grand I mean it's I mean I guess it's not when you look at it it's all expensive but you know, the, the bar's year, going up. Yeah, the bar's going up, and we were so close, you know, with Kawasaki and Yamaha getting involved and running the Ninja motors and the FZ07 motors. We were so close to making a cost-efficient twins class for everybody to race. I mean, I almost won the Springfield Mile on a bike that was built in a garage for $10,000. I mean, um, you know, we were so close to making it cost-efficient for everyone to get involved and have competitive equal equipment for affordable prices. I mean... Um, production engines make that possible, but when you're when you build you know a race purpose built engine like Polaris did and um, charge I mean, for it, I, I should say, yeah, it, it just it's jacked the prices up so much just in one year that it's it, you know guys like me and there's you know there's a half a dozen or so other guys who aren't as vocal as me that have stepped down or have taken a step back from racing the Twins class just because it's it's just kind of discouraging when you're going to the track and you're racing for. 12th or 15th place even if you feel your talent level is there you know you can't get the job done if you're if you're on a bike that's just not not what the uh, indian is and it and it seems the difference really shows up correct me if uh if i'm off base here Corey, but the difference really shows up at the mile tracks because at at tt's and at shorter tracks I, it, it seems that the indian's advantage is not so big and, and perhaps isn't an advantage in the at least in the case of the the TTs. Yeah, not as much, but you still see it. I mean, even the half miles. There's guys who weren't making main events last year 
who are finishing in the top ten now on the Indian. And there's guys, even earlier this year, Davis Fisher was riding a Kawasaki for the first couple rounds of the series. He switched over to an Indian, and he's almost on the podium. So it's, it's. I mean, the if you watch the series, you see it on NBC Sports, on Fans Choice, you kind of see how it all plays out. And right. it's cool. It's Like I said, it's cool they're all getting involved, but at the same time, it's double-edged sword, and it's kind of like, what direction do we go with next? It's so, racing, yeah. baby. It, it is, and it and costs money, man. It is, and and the, the I mean, not just privateers like you, uh, Corey. I mean, factory Harley racers are equally discouraged, whether they say it out loud or not. You can see it on some guys on when, their faces, at, on their faces, their body language. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, but I mean, they're on the other big dog team, and they are not at all happy about how things are going. Who, who are you talking about? And there's there's some really fast guys on the factory Harley team. Okay, all right, the factory Harley team. Um, we're talking again with Corey Texter. Corey, you're also a writer. You're a marketer. Uh, you've got your own marketing and promotions firm. Uh, let's give them a little love. What's the website where people can find you uh, online? Yeah, I do a little bit of um, just, you know, racing doesn't pay all that great. So I do a little bit of resume work for other riders and press releases for teams and companies and stuff like that. It's just uh, promos by com. So do a little bit of writing when I can. I don't. I don't know how I fell into the writing thing. I got like a C minus in English in high school, but um, but now you're writing about I, something you know and love. Exactly, There's a difference. Yeah, I'm not writing about stupid novels that I don't care about. So, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I do a little bit of writing for Cycle World and just uh, yeah, I'm real passionate about not just flat track, but I'm racing in general, motorcycling. I grew up in a Harley Davidson dealership. My dad was a pro rider, and my sister's a real fast racer, and kind of crazy the one cool thing about riding with you know the 450s this year i get to race shana every weekend at a competitive level you know when we were riding the twins together she's not really built to race a twin as well as she is a 450 so she had a lot of bad races where i you know i'd have some some better ones you know we didn't really race together that often but this year you know there's been a lot of races where we've been banging bars and a lot of the time she's been ahead of me so uh, i need to find some mojo and, and get back in front of her but it's been a fun year you know it's been stressful but you know i'm enjoying the moment i had a big crash in atlanta the second round of the series there was like an eight rider pile up and i was involved in it and it kind of took a lot of bit of wind out of my sails i'm trying to get that confidence back and once we do i i think we have really good bikes and we'll be uh we'll be up front and hopefully grabbing some wins here this season well, we hope the same, and and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Appreciate the time, and uh, and I I hope your ankle heals up well. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I love the show. I listen to it all the time. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll see you guys at the race this year. Keep us posted, will you? I'll be at Springfield. Yeah, sure. Oh, cool, cool. I didn't make the last one, but I'll be in the I'll be there in the fall for sure. Awesome. I'm looking for you. Thanks, Court. There we go. Corey Texter to the pits. And uh, we appreciate that. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. I want to thank all of our great sponsors as well. For uh, Roman Avila, for P.J. Duran, Bella Avila, Tony Wink, Ed Kulenkamp, uh, gosh, uh, Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, our producers, Jack and Leanne DeLeon. I'm Scott Casper speaking. We'll talk to you next week. Check us out online, by the way. You can grab the app. It's free. And listen to us anywhere, anytime. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Talk to you next week. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you.
The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.